Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. I'm a happily married father of three that lives near Brighton on the south coast of the UK, and I'm on a mission to try and support other parents. Specifically dads, and specifically dads like me who sometimes struggle with their mental health. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about the four Ds of what I view to be successful parenting. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. These Ds are words that I think can also help to benefit a life irrespective of whether you have children or not. If there are any parenting Ds that I haven't listed in this podcast, please let me know and I can include them in a future podcast. The first D I'm going to talk about is discipline and in regards to how you discipline your children. We have three children aged 10, 8 and 4 and I've learned that there's not a one size fits all when it comes to disciplining your children. I'm not really sure I like the word disciplining. Obviously there are times when if your children are just being rude or naughty or badly behaved or if you catch them putting their hand on their forehead in an L shape to signify that they think you're a bit of a loser then yes yeah, sometimes you just need to tell them off. Quite often, a lot of the time, our children are badly behaved just because they're tired or they're scared or they're frustrated. It's often a breakdown in the communication and can also be just them a way of testing their boundaries to maybe see how secure they are. In the case I just mentioned of my son calling me a loser in the reflection of the microwave, he was tired and frustrated. He wanted to continue his game. He didn't want to have supper. He was frustrated that I'd said no devices at the table and took that as his cue to be fairly obnoxious. What I try to do when I'm disciplining my children, which is not always easy, because we're all complex emotional beings, is try not to shout. If they're shouting and losing their mind, I try and go in the opposite direction and try and de-escalate the situation. If they start shouting and gesticulating aggressively, and you start shouting, and they shout some more, and then you shout louder, then it escalates into being something that's really unnecessary. Your children love you. And the thing I've found to be much more effective is trying to stay really calm and reason with them. Being disappointed and showing that you're disappointed or that you're upset is much more effective at getting your message across than just shouting at them. If you shout at them, then to an extent they've won because they've got the reaction they wanted. They wanted an extreme reaction from you and they've got one. Quite often, there's no point trying to reason with a child in the moment when they're cross or angry. You have to wait for some time, do something else, or continue what you're doing very calmly. So, for example, the rest of the family just got on with their meal and ignored his bad behaviour. He took himself off, was quite bored, and after 10 or 20 minutes of realising that no one else was that interested, he sloped off to another part of the room. Realising that there was no attention, that he had no audience for this show, it wasn't interesting. It takes two people to create drama. About an hour later, when I was alone in the kitchen, he came into the room, gave me a hug and said he was sorry. I asked him what he was sorry for, just to check that he wasn't just saying sorry because he wanted a chalk ice. And after he said he was sorry for being rude and doing an L shape at me <laughs> in the microwave reflection, I thanked him for saying sorry, told him I was proud that he had the courage to come and say sorry and just explained that it made me feel a bit sad. I then asked him if he wanted a chalk ice. Bless him, he said, I don't think I deserve a chalk ice. And I said, well, actually, I think you do, because it takes courage to come and say sorry. We had a hug, and it was resolved. And if anything, our relationship is probably stronger because of it. 
Sometimes you've got to give them an opportunity not to lose any face. If you match their frustration with shouting, that's probably going to scare them. Remember their children. It can be very difficult when you're also tired or you slaved over a meal that they're refusing to eat, or they won't take their elbows off the table, or they won't eat any of the food, or they're complaining about something their brother or sisters are doing. It's hard. Parenting is definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to do or tried to do. I get it wrong on a daily basis, but I do my best to try and not make too many of the same mistakes again. This leads me on to the second D of parenting, and that's discipline on yourself. It's good to have discipline irrespective of whether you're a parent or not. Having discipline to get up, having discipline to eat and drink well, having discipline to do some exercise, having discipline to do some meditation, having discipline to be kind to your family. If you want an easy life, you need to create some discipline. And like anything, it takes time and it takes developing. When it comes to discipline, for me, it's about trying to create useful habits that are basically moving me on day by day to some of my bigger goals. So, for example, as someone who struggles with mental health, it's important that I'm aware of my mental health and I maintain it. I downloaded an app called Calm and I do about a 10-minute meditation every day. I'm not sure what my subscription costs, but it's not a lot. The calm feelings I get every day from it certainly outweighs any financial cost. I also do things like making sure I drink enough water, having a cold shower every day, trying to do some exercise while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, just using any spare time I have to push the needle on, getting up early and doing half an hour of writing every day. It's not easy and a lot of the time I don't want to do it. A lot of the time I've got a voice in my head going, just miss it today, you don't need to do it. You don't need to have a cold shower every day. You don't need to write every day, but you do. Because if you can't even be accountable to yourself, then you're going to struggle. If you can't maintain your own standards, then you're going to struggle. And you having discipline with yourself is going to help your children to have discipline and see the value of discipline in their lives. Quite often when I'm doing press-ups in the kitchen, one of our kids will come along and copy me. I've not asked them to. I've not bullied them into doing press-ups. They obviously see that I think this is quite a good thing to do. If you can lead by example, so for example, how I treat them, how I treat my wife, how I speak to them, then a lot of the work is being done already. And the final D of parenting is dynamic. At this time of year, when it's cold and wet, the last thing you probably feel like doing is living a dynamic life. But even saying the word dynamic helps me feel like I want to be dynamic. Do things dynamically. If you're going to do some exercise in the kitchen, do it dynamically. If you're trying to get your children out of the house and into the car to get them to school, do it dynamically. Not in a hectic, stressy, shouty way, but in a fun, positive, adventurous way. I often struggle to do this, especially when shoes are on the wrong feet, or PE jumpers can't be used because they've got branding on them, or someone's forgotten their book bag. But I suppose living dynamically is a bit like living with passion. You're only going to get to stay once. I'm only going to get to be 46 for a year. I'm only going to get to be a parent for a limited amount of time. And once it's gone, it's gone. And I really don't want my kids to look back and go, Dad was a bit rubbish. He was a bit lazy. It was a bit of an effort to get him to do anything. I think as a parent, you really need to lead from the front. When you go to the park and they don't want to kick a ball around, you've got to be the one leading the charge. It's not easy. But the whole fake it till you make it can really work. Sometimes just going through the motions, sometimes just doing the actions, even if you've got a mind that's lagging behind and doing its best to try and stop you doing any exercise or anything dynamically. As someone that struggles with intrusive thoughts, I find that I'm in a constant battle with my mind. But sometimes just going through the motions and doing it really works. I created this podcast because I'm trying to build a community to support men 
specifically dads and specifically dads like me who struggle with mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do and want to support me, please follow the podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit the notification bell so you don't miss anything. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.